welcome to the Humanity Matters broadcast. I'm Dr. Philip Fletcher, your host, where we discuss and reflect on theology, philosophy, leadership, and nonprofits. We are continuing our series, Meet the Candidates, and we're with Tara Ward, who is running for City Council in Conway. How are you doing today, Tara? How are you? Doing good. And so ours is a discussion on poverty as it relates to the city of Conway in Arkansas. We'd like to thank Round Mountain Coffee. Uh, for the opportunity to host uh, these ongoing discussions. So it's important for us to understand society, the changes which are occurring. Changes ultimately impact human beings on a personal level in terms of self-perception and self-actualization. But we'll be honest, we wrestle with questions of being and doing. Uh, Martha Nussbaum, who writes on the human experience and capabilities, states, and I quote, when comparing societies and assessing them, for their basic decency or justice, we have to ask, what is each person able to do and to be? We are not a means to an end. Human beings are the end. Poverty functions as a, as a barrier at the social, economic, and political level, slowing or in some cases stopping human beings from seeing who they truly are and what they can accomplish. And so politicians play a critical role in either creating barriers or tearing those barriers down for the good of other people. In essence, politicians are persons who have been granted the opportunity to address life, which Newsbaum describes as being entrenched with social justice and inequality. So the city of Conway is a growing city with a university and two colleges. It's changing with roundabouts and increasing businesses and quality of life, which supports uh, the middle and upper income population. But what we are discussing today are the men and women and children who are lost and forgotten many times in this discussion. The poverty rate in Conway is approximately 18.1%, slightly higher than the state average. There are about 221 homeless persons who seek assistance in our city. So it's important that the poor in our society are included in the political discussions, especially during uh, this election year. And so for us to move forward, we have to work together in love and for the good of each other. So again, today I have with me Tara Ward, candidate for Conway City Council. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. Good. So, uh, why don't you just provide us a brief story about yourself? Okay. Um, I'm running for City Council, Ward 4, Position 2. Okay. I am a single mom, and I'm a full-time student at the University of well, UCA. Okay. UCA. Uh, I'm a political science major, and I have been a resident in Conway for over a decade. So I'm pretty familiar with what goes on here. I grew up here, and now I'm raising a child here. So that's a little bit about me. So why are you running for office? Um, I'm running for office for a couple of reasons, but the main one is uh, to try and and reflect uh, the the newer age of what's going on here with the movement here in Conway. I want to bring fresh ideas and a fresh perspective to the city of Conway. And I also want to... um, I want to get the schools and the, the younger generations more involved. And I think being someone that's a student and also involved in the, in the city would, would be exactly what we need. Okay. okay. So you describe a movement. Can you give us a question? Uh, absolutely. There's a movement going on. Okay. Younger people, younger generations are getting involved. They're, uh, they're paying more attention to politics now more than ever. And I think that um, it's, it's happening even on a local level. And okay. I think places like city council really need 
um, younger generations to stand up and start taking on these roles. And I think that the people that uh, are in city council right now even agree that there's something going on with younger generations that are getting more involved. Okay, good. So we're talking about poverty as it relates to Arkansas, more specifically here in the city of Conway. So can you offer us your definition of poverty? I think poverty, without getting too technical or using the actual definition of what it means, is um, unable to meet your daily needs um, as a person uh, while not being able to save money to be able to move up in life, um, not being able to meet your, your basic needs like shelter, food, work, and safety. Okay. So we're here today at Round Mountain Coffee for our Humanity Matters series meeting candidates with Dr. Philip Fletcher. We're here with Tara Ward, who's running for City Council Ward 4. Ward 4. Okay, so Ward 4. Yeah, the Ward for Ward okay. 4. And um, so, uh, next question. So what is, or how do you see, uh, what is the role of government in addressing poverty, especially at the City Council? Um, I think that we played a huge role. We're local. We have a lot of um, we have a lot of ability to to do good in Conway. I think one of the biggest things is education. I think people are scared of what they don't understand, and I think that City Council has a, a great way of being able to get down in there in those communities and help educate on a local level. And uh, that's what we need. Yeah, why, you keep mentioning education. Yeah, why is that so important to you as it relates to? Uh, because a lot of people try and, and loop in um, uh, panhandling or homelessness or uh, laziness or being broken to one thing, but it's it's not. It, okay. It's a case-by-case situation. Okay. Even if you have a job and you're working, you could still be homeless or, or not have everything that you need to meet your daily needs. Okay. Uh, describe for, for us a personal experience that you've had with Pop. Uh Well, actually, I mean... I could just go no further than growing up. Um, okay. My mom, she was a single mom that had four children, and she lived off of a $276 budget a month to feed four kids. Uh, that's strapping. That's that's tough to do. And um, and we grew up in poverty. I mean, we, we grew up with that. And now, um, even in certain, certain circumstances for myself, I mean, being a single mom without having that assistance there and available, um, I would be I would be stuck in a situation where I was still dealing with poverty as well. Okay. I'm I'm thankful to have a great family that yeah. takes me in and helps me out. And obviously, friends and family are very important. But some of those people don't have those resources. Um, and again, it talks about basic needs: shelter, safety. You know, I have safety, I have shelter. But there have been times where, without the assistance or without the help of family, I would not have that. Okay. And people are like that right now in Conway. So let's look at Conway, uh, talk about the city, and then more specifically uh, the ward that you're seeking to represent. Uh, how is poverty impacting the city? How is poverty impacting wards what you see? What you have learned, uh, talk to us about that. Well, uh, it's like you mentioned earlier about somewhere close to 200, 200 homeless or misplaced people right now. And um, that's not, I mean, it's, it's not getting better at the moment. Um, there are things that we've done, like the homeless task force that's been, uh, that's been approved, and then also COHO, which is what you do, uh, that are helping. But there's still a lot of people that are misplaced and waiting for beds or waiting for people to take them in. And I think that's one of the biggest issues that we face is space, having having enough 
room to actually uh, house and rehabilitation is a big one too. Okay, good. Um, so looking at uh, food insecurity, talk about that. What do you, what do you see here at the Conway? I see a lot of food insecurity here in Conway. I see a lot of people that are on assistance of some sort of SNAP benefits or something like that. And I see that uh, any, any day you can go up there to your DHS office and you can see just a large group of people that are waiting to be accepted. Uh, you see these people that are on SNAP while working or being full-time students and going to school and they're still not making their ends meet. And, um, you know, that's whenever the churches, places like the ministry center and stuff like that, they start picking out some of that and helping, helping out with the uh, food banks. And you see a lot of food banks right now, a lot of places. Um, I think Conway would benefit from having a, uh, a public refrigerator. I know that we have one of them, but I think we need one that's uh, located over probably where you're wanting to do Hope Village, actually. And uh, we need to work with local restaurants and, and local business owners to uh, get involved to be part of that so that we can help cut down on food insecurity on the local level and also food waste at the same time. Okay. So let, let's, uh, let's go there. Talk to the fat man. Yeah. So, you know, in my opening, I talk about politicians. Uh, you politicians have the opportunity to uh, enact policies and uh, ordinances which can create barriers, or you can take steps past uh, legislation, if you will, at the city level that can remove barriers. All right. And so, thinking about uh, refrigerators, you know, that are out in the city where people can access food, and restaurants can uh, use their food and put it in these different places. Uh, what do you see as some of the things that a city council would need to remove in order that? Uh, the poor could be better served in our city. Well, there are some laws against uh, being able to do something like that, but they're not laws that can't be changed. They're laws that actually have been changed in other places okay. where they have retracted what they said about that. And um, I think that we are a up-and-coming city where we could actually be one of those places that removes those barriers. Um, there's regulations to what kind of food could be used. There's regulations to what types of places to donate. And then, of course, there's the factor in who would be running this refrigerator? Who would be helping out with that? And I think that's where the community comes in. I think the community would be willing to step up and help. And I think that's a lot. That goes back to the education, too. Once we educate the community on how we can better work towards finding a solution to this, I think more people can jump on board for it. Okay, good. So let's look at the uh, current administration and previous administration. I'm talking about administration speaking. Uh, specifically about city council, okay? Uh, evaluate their efforts to address poverty uh, here in the city of Conway. Uh, evaluate things that have come before them, uh, what they've had an opportunity to vote on. Uh, evaluate their efforts. Uh, you know, it's time to be critical in a, in a well, loving way, but evaluate those efforts. I think that's one of the reasons you're, you're here today. Yeah. yeah, and this is, I mean, that's a great question because I don't have anything bad to say about the, uh, the people that have come they've obviously been the ones that have pushed us to where we're at now. Um, going back to the example of the homeless task that just recently been approved. So, I mean, they are taking measures to address this. I just, I think there's other ways that we could be doing it. I think there are, like, the education spectrum of it. I think we, we could do something where we get a class together, we get a group of people together, especially in my board. Um, that is that is a, it's a something I can say it's an underrepresented board, but it's also an eclectic board because it is the minorities. It is the other side. I mean, you've been over there. You, you can 
to and that there are other things that need addressed over there that haven't been. Um, connections, connecting to the community and education, I think, is really going to be the biggest thing that we can bring that hasn't been in the past. All right, good. Uh, once again, this is Dr. Philip Fletcher, and I'm here today with Tara Ward, who's running uh, for Congress City Council, Ward 4, and we are having a discussion on poverty as it relates to the city of uh, Conway, and we've been talking about housing and education. Um, so I want to turn to work. Uh, another big issue. Like I said, we have approximately 18.1% of persons here in the uh, city of Conway uh, who are in poverty. And so as a city council person, how do you think you can affect uh, the job situation here within our city? I definitely think that we need to um, we need to bring more jobs here, and I think that we could do that by uh, opening up more shelters and rehabilitation places. I think that um, we we definitely need to have a rehabilitation, a drug rehab facility that would definitely bring jobs in, and and, um, and more shelters too would also bring that would bring more jobs in as well. Okay, all right. So let's, uh, let's get into weeds. Yeah. Okay. So you're mentioning the uh, shelters within the city. Yeah. Uh, the last two organizations that have sought to uh, open up a shelter in some form or capacity to address homelessness specifically, mm-hmm. uh, they have met resistance. They met resistance uh, in the downtown area from business owners. Uh, and they met resistance from uh, individuals uh, because of proximity to the school and to their neighborhood. How, as a city council, do we bring all those people to the table? Because, uh, and for transparency, I ask the person that you're running against. Uh, the same question, so I'm throwing the same question to you. Uh, how, how, what is it that a city council person can do? Because there's only so much space, yeah. right? And, you know, we've got buildings going up everywhere. Yes. Uh, so what is, what approach can you take as a city council person to bring those persons to the table so that shelters and, and you know, drug rehab can could exist here in the city and not just out in the county. I think the reason why we need so much resistance is because a lot of people, they don't want shelters next to them. They think that it brings in that, well, it brings in people that, are, you know, but it's not, that's again, it goes down to being, uh, not having the education. Okay. People are scared of what they don't understand. And I think it's going to come back to that as far as city council goes being involved in that, being in the community, talking to people, explaining to people, educating them that this isn't a bad thing, this is actually a good thing that's going to grow our community, it's going to grow the heart of Conway, and it's going to it's going to be a beneficial thing for all of us. It gets the homeless people off of the streets, it gets them working on a program where they can get a job, where they can get assistance, where they can get back on their feet, and then eventually become a productive member of society again, and that's helpful. Okay. What role do you think... Uh the county can play. Let's look at homelessness. Uh, there's 221 uh, persons who have been identified as being homeless. Um, you know, it's countywide. You know, the majority of them come and access services here in the city. Uh, so, what role could you play in working with uh, the justice of the peace as well? How could uh, you men and women work together? Uh, I, I, I look at this going on with the shelter, for instance. Yeah. And, you know, that's a county project. They're looking for city help yes. with, with animals. 
I play humans a little bit higher than yeah. animals. So what role do you think the city could play in working with the county in addressing human beings who are in need as well? Well, I can say that we have a great group of candidates that are running for Justice of the Peace this year. You've interviewed most of them, actually, and uh, and they're great people that are working hard to uh, figure out solutions to this. I think one of the biggest things that I've noticed with the animal shelter is that people, um, they're not being listened to, but where their taxes are going, where the volunteer taxes is headed, and uh, they, get, they get a little upset that they are not being represented, their voices are being represented. Uh, city council is supposed to represent the voice of the people. Um, even in even in examples like the uh, the election commission meeting that we attended yesterday, we want to talk to everybody in the community and get their voice and their opinion on what they want before we go forth and make a decision that's going to affect Conway and the constituents in Conway. We want to know how they feel about it. And I don't really feel like anyone's come and asked us in the past how we feel about certain situations. Okay. So I think that that's one of the big differences that uh, these JPs are going to bring in this election. Okay. Uh, so would you be willing to, you mentioned your award specifically, mm-hmm. going out to the people and, and holding meetings uh, with them to, to hear what their concerns are? Absolutely. Okay. And, and more than just once a month. I mean, I would I would be there uh, available to talk, to meet. Um, you, you messaged me whenever you first found out I was running for city council and I made for coffee, and we talked. That's exactly how it should be, to be open and transparent. I should be a voice for you guys. I should be representing you, so you guys should come to me and talk to me about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Describe War 4. What is that? Okay, War 4, it's big. Actually, uh, Ward 4 is uh, all of, it's part of downtown Conway. Okay. It's all the way over to Tyler. It's all the way up to UCA. And it's all the way up to where Dayport is. So is, that, okay, yeah. is that pretty yeah. deep? <laughs> so you're going north, east? Yes. I, I guess up to uh, uh, Donaghy? Yes. Right back into the south? Yep. Okay. All, all right. the way up to where Dayport is. So. Dayport is. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a pretty diverse group. Yeah, it's, it, and it hits it hits everybody. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of people. There are students. They're mm-hmm. elderly. There are uh, we have a big Hispanic population in that area. Mm-hmm. I know my neighbors are Hispanic. They barely speak English, and so but there are awesome people. Yeah. All right. Good. Then. Once again, uh, Philip Fletcher here with Tara Ward. As we are having our Meet the Candidates series. If you have a question, uh, just hit up with a message, and we will seek to answer it uh, as it relates to poverty. Uh, anything else specific that you would like to ask Ms. Ward. Um, so, considering your area of desired representation in previous efforts, uh, what solutions would you be, what, what solutions will you be putting forward as city councilwoman Terra? Um, well, I mentioned the, the refrigerator. That's a big one for me. And then um, one of the biggest things that I actually do on platform stands on is beautification on a local level. I really want to fix our sidewalks, and that actually does tie in with poverty because there are so many people that are disabled or elderly uh, or the youth or even students um, that can't use those sidewalks because they don't exist. Um, they are completely disintegrating or they, uh, there's a bus up, you can't even walk on, you can't even use them. Um, I had an example of one guy that I sat down and talked to who was in a wheelchair who's awesome enough to tell me a story said that he sidewalks aren't even an option for him because in some places he can't even get up onto the sidewalks because there's a curb there for him. Okay. So um, 
I think sidewalks are really important, and they will bring up the community. They will bring out the community too. Okay. Right. Good. Um, so, officers and thoughts about the community. Sorry, can you hear me? Officers including thoughts. Oh. Um, I think education. Okay. That's that's the biggest one. We need to get the the people of Conway educated mm-hmm. on how we're going to handle uh, the situation of poverty and homelessness. Um, we need drug rehabilitation here really bad. A lot of the times, uh, poverty isn't isn't just a choice, but sometimes it is choice making mm-hmm. are the things that you choose to do. We need to help those people get off the street and get rehabilitated so that they can integrate back out. Okay, good deal. Good deal. Uh, thank you, Joe, for visiting with us today. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah, good interview. It wasn't bad. No, it was fun. Yeah, that's good. Good. Uh, so, thank you once again for joining us and for our upcoming schedule. Our next interview will be next Friday, August 10th, uh, with Congressman French Hill. He will be here. Uh, he's running for re-election for the United States Congress. Uh, this discussion will happen live here at Round Mountain Coffee. We'll start at 10 a.m., and then on the same day, Friday, August 10th at 11.30, we'll sit down with Spencer Hawks, who is running for State Rep District 70. And then on Friday, August 17th at 1.30, we'll be down at the Capitol and we'll be sitting down with Governor Asa Hutchinson, uh, who is running for re-election as governor for Arkansas. So this has been Humanity Matters, a resource of the City of Hope Outreach, as we've been discussing and reflecting on theology, philosophy, leadership, and nonprofits. For more information, you can visit our website, coho58.org, and like us on YouTube at Humanity Matters. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And remember, remember to live in hope. We can do the impossible. Take care. God bless.